Ever wanted to understand what's actually going on in classical music? In this symphonic chair, we'll explore some excerpts taken from one of classical music's masterworks. Welcome to the Rotterdam Philharmonic Orchestra's Core Classic Symphonic Chair. My name is Martin Bai. My mission is to ensure that as many people as possible get in touch in a positive way with the music we make. The music tells a story, a fairy tale about the firebird. Some parts sound heavy and violent like this. Other parts are quite tender and lovely. The tale is based on Russian legends, the music composed by Igor Stravinsky. Imagine, it is the beginning of the 20th century. There's no television, no radio. One of the most famous and hottest dance companies in the world is looking for a composer to write the music for a new ballet. This company, called Ballet Russe, travels all over the world performing its thought-provoking and provocative productions. It is led by Diaghilev, a famous personality and it is Diaghilev who commissions a young talent that he has discovered in St. Petersburg to write the music to accompany the tale of the firebird. That young talent is Stravinsky, who became an overnight sensation after the premiere of the firebird and was later to write even more thought-provoking and famous pieces such as Le Sacre du Printemps and Petrushka. What I'm trying to make clear, with this work, Stravinsky created a sizzling atmosphere in front of a huge audience. The piece tells a story based on two figures taken from Russian legends, the Firebird and Koshai. The story begins, like every fairy tale, with Once Upon a Time. I don't know if you like fairy tales, but the tale itself is actually not so important. It does serve to provide a quicker understanding 
of what the sometimes extremely abstract music is trying to convey. The story begins with Prince Ivan, who is taking a nocturnal stroll in Koshai's garden. Koshai is a shadowy, powerful figure, but the prince is not aware of any imminent danger. He spots the firebird and tries to trap it. The flapping firebird sounds like this. After a cat and mouse game, Ivan succeeds in trapping the firebird. It begs to be set free, and the gentle prince lets it go. But before it flies away, the firebird gives Ivan one of its feathers with the promise that he can always rely on its help in times of emergency. musical rendering of the tale, Stravinsky appears to make a division between everything that has to do with magic and that which happens in the real world. This separation is marked by his choice of tones. For the fairy tale world, he uses every possible tone, all the white and black keys on the piano if you like, and when all these tones are employed, we use the term chromatic. For the everyday human world, he limits himself to diatonic tones. The same tones that you would hear in songs, for example. The effect? Chromatic conjures up abstractness, elusiveness. Diatonic creates more rest and familiarity. We can hear this in the following fragment in which 13 princesses appear. The prince is falling in love with one of the princesses immediately. The feeling is mutual and straight away begins to flourish in the fragment which is now playing in the background. All the princesses are captured by Koshai. To free his beloved, Ivan must slay their captor. He decides to enter the palace and stage a confrontation. It sounds like this inside the palace. This is a clear example of the use of chromaticism. It's impossible to sing or hum, so we find ourselves in a magical world. The prince has no chance against Koshai's dark powers. Just as he is about to be bewitched, the prince remembers the firebird and calls on it to help him.
The Firebird returns. Its magic is stronger than that of Kashai's, and he uses it to force Kashai and his followers to dance, increasing in intensity and speed until they finally collapse. This infernal dance sounds like this. Firebird, together with the prince, succeed in overpowering Koshai and his followers. The spell is broken and everyone lives happily ever after. It is a fairy tale, after all. Stravinsky celebrated this joyous outcome with a melody which I consider to be my absolute favorite. This beautiful, fragile melody grows during the last three minutes of the work into a musical final. The melody is then taken up by the violins, embellished with some beautiful flute tones, and more instruments join in and the melody is played more intensely. This lasts only until all the instruments have joined in. Then. The way in which the melody is played changes until the only thing that remains are loose individual tones where rhythm has disappeared. Yet, there is still a tremendous coherence. And this has an extreme effect on our emotions. Stravinsky could almost have written a guaranteed applause clause into the work, including a few bravos for good measure. Listen and enjoy this great last minutes of Stravinsky's Firebird.
A symphonic chair with a sound coming out of speakers is great, but it only really comes alive when you experience it in the concert hall with a full orchestra on the stage. We really hope to meet you at one of the core classics evenings with the Rotterdam Philharmonic Orchestra. Would you like to experience core classics? It's the perfect night out with friends, family or colleagues. You can win tickets for the next core classics concerts on October 13th, November 17th and December 15th. Take a selfie in this symphonic chair and share your picture on social media. Tag us and use hashtag Leistestool. Who knows, it could be you who wins four tickets for a fantastic evening in Rotterdam.